This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. We always start this with happy whatever day it is you're listening. So we'll just keep that going. Um, and sounding more like a broken record. I think OC is back. Like I, as much as I was like, I can't wait for Vicky to come in for a few episodes. I don't even know if we'll need her. I think it's been a great couple of episodes without her. And I think this episode it's setting up a lot of drama. Definitely is. Um, drinking game alert. This is like watching what happens live. Drink every time we say OC is back. Yeah. <laughs> you might be feeling a little toasty depending on when you listen to this, but I am I'm with you. I think the drama has been what made us all like love Housewives to begin with. It's fairly lighthearted, it's petty, it's slightly silly. I Love it. And there's nothing that I love more than watching people have fun together. Yes. The stoner party. Oh, so unexpected. I was, I really was not expecting all of them to, first of all, I do think it's funny that Fancy Pants is like, you know, I enjoy just lighting a joint every now and again. It's just very um, unexpected from someone like her who was basically saying like her high of the trip was experiencing back pain from doing manual labor. Like, I think that's like hilarious. Um, she did have a really odd low, but before we get into that, can we just take a minute to talk about, well, speaking of low things, hanging low, K dogs balls. <laughs> the whole time I was watching this and guys like side note, if you've not been watching crappy Lake at a watch, I immediately so was like, I want Luann and Sonia to go to Montana and do whitewater rafting with K-Dog. I don't know how they kept, held their shit together because I think I would have said something. Like, I don't think I could have sat there and just let it continually hang. No. Well, and like, obviously it had to be pretty bad because they were blurring out his shorts. Yes. Like, so it's not like... Oh, like a weird angle. Like there it was. Like, I think they were like, they were not exaggerating. They were just full on hanging out. I also need some clarification. Um, is his nickname really K-Dog or are they calling him that? They're calling him that. I was like, I he think... introduced himself as Kevin. Yes. No, they definitely <laughs> just called him that. That I, I just can't believe no one said anything because I just would, I would have had to have said something. I would have felt really awkward the rest of the time, but I don't think I could just let some man's balls just be hanging in my face. While no. white water rafting. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about Heather's odd low. So they all had to go around and say like their rose and thorn of the trip, like their favorite part, like the high point, the low point. Heather had a weird one all around her. She said her high point was ironically like shoveling shit with Gina. It was funny. It, you know, like um, she did kind of like, she looked my back hurts. It was almost like, I've never really had to do any manual labor. It was just like really <laughs> funny. Cause people are like, she just has people that do stuff for her. Like I, not that I'm out there shoveling horse shit, shit all the time, but like I've done yard work and my back's hurt, but her low, this was so weird. Her low was basically seeing Tamara and Shannon be friends again. Cause it brought back memories of when 
she kind of felt pushed out as the two of them got closer. Now, do you think, and we talked about this several times on the show in the past, like a friendship triangle does not work out. Like it is really hard for a group of three to work because there's always just a weird balance. And there's going to be a sense of like, somebody always feels like they're a little less connected to somebody else in the group or whatever. But I just think it was a weird thing to bring up in front of everybody right when they started being friends again. Yeah. It's jealousy. I mean, clearly it's like Tamara, she wants Tamara to herself. And I would imagine she foresaw the season of Heather and Tamara like dominating and like taking yeah. over. Best buds. Like, yeah. Yes, best buds, you know, their own little montage of friendship. But Tamara said, not today. Me and Shannon, back the Trace Amigas. Like I can only imagine how Heather's going to react when Vicky comes back. Oh, she's going to lose it. It's she's like, I mean, lose her mind. Full on like spiral. Um, I do kind of see Heather's point though. She was like, I or uh, not Heather's point. I'm sorry. I see Shannon's point. They weren't being super clicky or weird. Like, yes, they woke up in the same bed because Shannon claimed she heard an animal like clawing around. I was around like, is that, room. were you melting into your sheets and did yeah, you I was like, hear an animal? <laughs> are you hallucinating? Or maybe yeah. it was like outside. Like I, you have, I have like stayed in like wildernessy things and you do hear like squirrels and things run down a roof and maybe she just was so like drunk and stoned that she thought it was in her room. But either way, like not that odd. She just went into Tamara's bed, but then for fancy pants to say that she felt left out. And then Shannon was quick to point out, you were laying in the bed with us. Like they cut to it. She was like, we just like got ready in the bathroom, but it wasn't like they were leaving her out. So I I don't know. I just thought it was a weird, um, a weird little like thing to put out to the group. Um, And then poor Jen, she just did not know what she signed up for. Oh my God. She, she really didn't. I mean, Tamara is out to get her. I mean, she's, she's like setting her up. She's truly was like, you're going to go on this show so I can like run circles around you from a housewife's perspective. But I will say like Jen to her credit is acting much more composed and like put together than I think most people would. Do you think that's because she knows there's some truth to it? Like I a hundred percent. I think think, Tamara would go hard if she didn't have the receipts. Tamara's been in the game long enough. She has receipts. She knows that this Ryan dude is a low budget, dirty Louie running around. Like he is. It's an easy target. She knows that. Easy target. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I felt like I was like, oh, I kind of feel like. I I think part of the reason why Jen's not going crazy over it, but letting Ryan know because he's going to see it air is because there's some truth to it. Um, Do you think Ryan said, like pointed out the story that Tamara tells Eddie that when he walked in the gym, he pointed or said, I want to fuck her. I don't know if that that was like verbatim how it was said. I could see it being something like she's so hot. I bet I could like, you know, take her from her husband type of thing. Like I could see him saying a comment like that. I don't know if that's verbatim what he said. Um, Because I could also see Tamara kind of embellishing and exaggerating that story, knowing that if there's an ounce of truth to it, the best defense Ryan would have be like, that's not what I said. I said, I want to sleep with you. It still sounds bad. Either way, he looks terrible. So I think, I don't know. I could see her embellishing it a little bit. Like I'm gonna make this even better story because either way, the truth is going to hurt this guy. Oh, a hundred percent. I I think he said it. I'm believing team. I think he said some version of that, but I think considering her story has been consistent so far, I'm going to say that he said it. 
I also want to get your point of view on the dick pic part two. You guys heard our heard our Wait. thoughts on dick pic. Yes. But him sending it. He said he sent it to the whole address book. So that okay, if it was via Snapchat, there might be a little bit of truth to this because there is a select all that could be above your top person that you snap. So if he was like on an airplane and like was you know flustered and real quick like sending. His placid dick. His his (laughs) floppy wiener. We got a lot of texts. People really enjoyed the phrase floppy wiener. Apparently it's not said a lot. Um, So we'll try to incorporate floppy wiener into this podcast as much as we can. So I could see if you're a little flustered, you hit select all and send. How mortifying though. Like think, think about all the, like did their kids see it? They have older kids. Oh my God. And like insane. So I'm on Snapchat right now and I'm like testing this out. And there is, so. I haven't really snapped in a minute, but I don't even have it anymore, but it, you can't, it's not like an option of like select all and then hit send. Oh. Like it's, it t- goes through your recents of people who you recently sent to. And then you have like, I have certain groups, um, yeah. group snaps that I would send to, but there isn't like an inherently like send all. Okay. So, so I, yeah. So this now his story is changing because originally I thought it was text and now, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We like we need we need uh, her on Watch What Happens Live to get this. Like we need Andy to ask her the hard hitting questions. Um, before we pivot to Travis and Gina, Vanessa has a fun fact that she would like to share about her childhood. Oh yes, let me share this fun fact about the group. So, like, um, <laughs> I'm like dying right now. I'm, I'll have to find a picture and post it for you. Oh my, you but I also, yeah, I did. You, so oh I also pursued a modeling career in my youth. Granted, I was not as young as Emily's daughter. I was like a young teen, like 11, 10, like 11. Did someone 12. like see you at a mall and was like, have you considered modeling? Or I did think you do it yourself? I, I like basically got scammed. Like my family got scammed. They were like, it's like, oh, like join this modeling school. Like it was like tale of the oldest time scam. Yeah. Give us all your money. We're going to promise you the dreams and then nothing happens. So I like went to, I did like, a, I did like a photo shoot for like headshots. I did like learned how to put on makeup, um, learn how to like take pictures. I did like one runway show, like for homecoming dresses at, at the mall, but that was the extent as I went. It was also like 30 minutes away from my parents' house. They had to drive me in on a little weeknight. Like basically this modeling school was a scam. Oh, well, no, that's kind of sad. No, it is a little sad, but it's it's a warning to yeah. those of you thinking you can be <laughs> Gigi Hadid. It's not it, – don't fall for that shit. It's, there, there's no school you need to go to. You either have it or you don't. And I, I'm going to say I didn't have it. <laughs> so, yeah. And I, honestly – I think Emily's really nice to entertain this and this might be a very much part of her storyline, but I don't know that I would be pushing it if, I don't know. It's just kind of a, I do you think, yeah, I, I wasn't, I felt like more, she was just being supportive. Um, I think she thinks it's cute and fun, but like, yeah, like I don't, is she expecting her to like go big? I don't know. And she's not going to say that on air because then like people like it's such a it's like position. me. It's like really hard position. Yeah. yeah like you're either like, an asshole, like saying, no, you yeah. can't do this or 
Yes. I just, I don't know what I would do if I were in her shoes, but yeah, your kids say like, I want to be a professional baseball player. And you're like, you can do it. Like you can't be like, well, odds are you're not going to make it give up now when you're five. Like you yeah. still want kids to pursue stuff. So I, I oh, like, yeah. yeah, Emily's in a tough spot, but I did not know that about you. Yes. Well, and also the worst part about these pictures that I have, I need to like find them and I will, I have no shame in posting them, but it's like this modeling school was not upfront because I had these horrible bangs like literally I felt like it was like up my forehead and they're like curled and it was not a cute look. And you would think if you're trying to be a model, honey, you'd be like, yeah, we got to do something about this situation. And no one said anything to me. So it was just a scam. A point. It was a scam. <laughs> they were not interested in helping your modeling career. Yes, exactly. We're not you know interested what? in making you look better. You could be a model late in life though. There's like, no, a- I'm my late in life dream, which, you know, is pursuing an acting career after I retire and being in depends commercials. <laughs> I did not. Because know I know. Oh, you didn't know this? No. You oh, really? Like you talk about this. All oh, the time. I talk about this a lot with a lot of people. So my late in life dream is to retire and pursue acting. And because I'm Afro Latina and I will check some boxes for some marketing company. You said girl. Yeah. Um, I think I will be sitting in a park bench somewhere, either promoting some sort of pharmaceutical drug or maybe that I'm wearing depends and look how happy I am. Maybe so both. I just think there's a market for, for me. Shoot for the moon. Go yes, get the I, Yes, exactly. So that's what I will be doing in retirement. Shout out to any casting agents who want to like get me set up. <laughs> She's available in 40 years and she yes. cannot wait. Cannot um, wait. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. Well, weird way to now transition. Um, I think Travis, much like Depends, um, is reliable and just what Gina needs. Um, I I don't know. I appreciated him kind of saying, like, you can tell me these things. I want you to talk to me about it. Um, and I I think I think maybe not all the time, but I do I do see his point of being like I like if he were to say like I don't want to hear you talk about your ex. That's such a big part of like her life, who she was, who she is. It's her kid's father. Like there's just so many layers to it. I don't know. I just thought sometimes I feel like Travis seems very uninterested in just being on camera. So he, you don't get like see necessarily like the best sides of him. And I just thought this was a really sweet conversation. It was a sweet conversation. I do think Gina, I honestly do think Heather was coming from a good place. Like I, I don't think anything that Heather said to me felt like inappropriate. I think G I think two things are true. I think, Heather was truly just saying, we got to have some boundaries here in your relationship and you just can't like be triggered and then automatically call him. Like, let's, let's kind of talk this out and work this out. But then also I understand cause Gina got triggered and felt like very vulnerable and emotional, emotional that she then also was like, Oh, now you make me feel bad that I can't call him. I I'm kind of like Gina girl, we, you got some wounds, Wounds you yeah. got to work on. And I hope you're doing it, however, may, through a therapist or whatever is your jam. But there's some issues there. I don't think her issues with Heather in that particular conversation were warranted, in my opinion. 
I could see that. I could see that. Um, yeah, I do think I do. I, I, I agree. I see where Heather's coming from. I do think she was coming more of a place of like, I don't want you to ruin a good thing versus like you, you talk too much to Travis or trying to like imply that Travis is like dying to leave Gina or anything like that. I think Gina's just, yeah, very sensitive to it. Uh, all right. Before we dive into Atlanta, we have a quick little ad break. Uh, we are so excited to be partnering with Stitch Fix as working moms with young kids. Um, a lot is always going on. Trying to find time to actually go shopping um, is challenging. I don't think I've been in a mall unless it was to make like a mandatory return. Um, so the what I love about Stitch Fix is I get overwhelmed easily with like, what styles do I want? Like, what brands do I want to look at? Um, what will look good together? So we were so excited to partner up with Stitch Fix. They sent us a style box, but the best part of it is, so, you know, you get to try everything on, whatever you don't like, you just send back and you're only charged for the things you keep. So you don't have to like pay up front. Um, we've all been guilty of buying things that we say we're going to return and then forgetting to return it. And it's too late and you're stuck with something that you're never going to wear. So this is great for that problem. But it also, your stylist will send you a card that shows different ways that you can wear things. So my big thing was I want some classic staples that I could easily dress up and dress down. And they sent me these pair of like olive. I'm actually wearing them now. They're like a dark olive green, like wide leg pants that I never would have picked for myself. It's like not a color I would have picked for a pant, but they were showing me all the different ways I can wear it. And I will tell you, I've had it for three weeks now. And I've probably worn these pants like one or two times a week because I figured out a way that I can really pair it well for whatever I'm doing that day, whether it's running around with the kids, going into the office, even like a date night. So I just love that they kind of help you figure out ways to make these pieces work and work really well for your lifestyle. Uh, so try Stitch Fix today at stitchfix.com slash real moms and get 25% off when you keep everything in your kids stitch fix that's stitchfix.com slash real moms for 25% off stitchfix.com slash real moms. What a great way to make like back to school shopping Yeah, like, that for the kids. Like that's great. Like you get something cool for them. They could say they had a stylist. I, I mean, the whole family too. Like, I feel like my husband needs like a little upgrade every now and then your kids definitely. And shopping for kids, I think is the worst because if you say someone else picked it out for them, especially for them, they're going to think it's really cool. If you went and bought it, they're going to be like, no, I hate this. Or at least my kids are like that. Um, so yeah, I think it's just great for the whole family. So stitchfix.com slash real moms. All right. Marlo's got a man. I am so excited for Marlo. She seemed really excited by him. I, um, I don't think it's going to end well, but that's okay because we kind of know a little bit what's to come. But in the moment, he was a nice guy, was texting her. And it was just nice to see her, like, be happy and be excited about something in her life. I just like how she was, like, kind of turned off by him texting her the next day with, like, such an innocent text of, have a great day, beautiful. Like, what does like, this mean? Yeah. She's like, yeah. wait, why are you texting me? Like, goes to show all the assholes she's dated when someone's just literally just being nice. Yeah. Is, feels like a beige flag, as you say <laughs> to her. So I, I'm happy. I don't know. I'm happy for her. I did get during the day and we didn't, we were in Charleston, but when she talked about like her acid reflux and like, how like it didn't come up, but then yet you see her kind of like, <clears throat> I have a cough like coming up. So I, I, I was wondering, that. like, did she really not have any acid reflux issues? Cause it seemed like she had a little bit, but oh, I think yeah. that's, you know, a problem many of us face. I also think too, part of that acting like turned off by it 
was a little bit of a defense mechanism. Cause when they're like, no, that's a really good thing. You could see her kind of get a little like excited, like, Oh, this guy likes me. And like, I don't know. I think everything she's been through is probably nice for her to like, I think we all love like some validation every now and then, but Marlo especially it was nice to see her uh, get that. Okay. Kenya is just the epitome of a housewife. Thinks she is an A-list celebrity. She, um, you know, I don't like just a martyr. will do anything for anyone. Kenya Moore hair care. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted the exclusive. Oh, do her so. jingle. <laughs> but the fact that she's like, Sonia, this is like, so Sonia was doing her mom event and the person got COVID that was supposed to be running the auction and they wanted somebody that was going to really raise a lot of money for these homeless families. And she, you know, I think she felt weird herself with it's her organization asking for like more money from people. So she wanted to have someone else do it. And I thought it was so funny that she was like, Kenya, you know, her people like Kenya would be great. So she asked Kenya and Kenya in her interview was like, that is the second time she has gone to me instead of my agent. Like, I think if you're good friends with somebody, I could maybe say like, I can work through your agent if you'd prefer, but I want to reach out to you first to see if this is even something you're available or want to do. Like, I don't know. I felt like it was really odd to expect a friend to be going to your agent. Oh, it's classic housewives and the delusion that I love about a housewife. That's my favorite quality is the delusion. And it's hysterical. I bet the only reason why she's pissed off is because she can't say no. She feels obligated. Hence, she was, I mean, we'll get to that point specifically, but she was super late, almost didn't even make it. And I think if had she had her agent, like her agent does her dirty work for her, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think she would have been like, yeah. Um, But she did raise a a good amount of money. I do think like, I know it was a little bit short. Kenya up the goal, which I did think was really sweet. She's like 50,000. We can get 50,000 at this table. We're going to get you a hundred thousand. And they fell a little short of a hundred thousand, but 78,000 is a lot of money. I think that's great. I thought it was great. And what a wonderful organization. I shout out mommy nation. I thought it was, I thought it was really great to, especially those who don't have access to the things that, a lot of us do and giving them that extra support to have a better life for themselves and their child, like amazing. Oh, I know. Yeah. It is a really sweet organization. Um, And you think about it as moms, like if someone's like, can I give you something? You're probably going to put it more towards something for your kids versus like yourself or like even utilities because you want your kids to have, you know, so it's just, I thought it was a really neat organization. Um, Okay. Kim Zolziak being back. It just... All of them, Lisa Wu, like I, it felt very nostalgic and fun. I I mean, she seemed like very chaotic and like all over the place. Oh yeah. And her answers I I like seeing the girls back together again. Um, I like how they went there with her. Like, you think I'm going to foreclose on a $5 million house over $200,000? And then she was talking, it was weird. I mean, now like who knows, are they together or not? But she was talking about how... Like they've been married for 11 years. Like she's so lucky, so blessed. Like it was like weird to be like, oh, like two weeks ago, you guys were in the middle of like an ugly divorce. Um, like looking back on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it, I know right now they're apparently together. Um, but yeah, in that moment, I was like, oh, some weird foreshadowing. Um, but no, it was just good. It was good seeing her back. Um, 
she's just i don't know she's just funny she's, just, she's funny i also think wig knows how to deflect like no other oh like so the good. whole foreclosure thing like the way she's like talking about it like bitch yes you you've got no money like we know yeah. it now but we knew it then like for her to just be so flippant about it and like the rest of the girls at the table were so quiet because like, they know mm-hmm. too they're like yeah you, you don't have any money that's why you're drinking water you don't have yeah. anything <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any money honey Okay, let's discuss this mid-season trailer. Usually this is something that we save for a different segment, but I feel like there is a new theme going on in Housewives. And we're not going to name a bunch of names, Taylor and Kyle. Um, Everybody seems to be dipping their toes in the lady pond. Drew, I was, this was a shocker. We knew that Drew and Ralph were getting divorced. I think we all assumed it really stemmed from Ralph's infidelity. I don't think any of us saw potentially Drew having a, a lady lover as the the straw that broke the camel's back. Because I'm not going to say she caused the divorce because let's be honest, Ralph has cheated numerous Oh, times. yeah. Ralph is trash. And truthfully, like given how like misogynistic he kind of is, I kind of like it. Stick yeah. it to him, Drew. Stick <laughs> it to him. Be like, you know what? A lady can pleasure me better than you ever did like i mean i don't know if that's truly that's the case. probably like the ultimate like yes to him because yes. he's such he is so like mis- misogynistic that's yes. actually i didn't think about that no so that's i mean cool. it's like ego and like pissed off. like i just i love it i don't know i was, was unexpected i think atlanta i think a lot of us have felt this season like there's been a little bit of a missing piece and it, it you know whether that be portia nini it just felt it feels like we need a stronger cast member in the mix here. Yeah. But uh, this mid-season trailer woke me up. Woke me up from my slumber. I Yeah, I will say <laughs> to this. I'm like, Atlanta is snoozing. Um, it has not been a great first half. Now, but I, I agree with you. I'm not losing faith at all. Um, and also, I will say, I don't know if any other franchise consistently delivers at a reunion the way Atlanta does. So like, even if it's a bad season, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to watch this reunion. Cause he's a hundred percent. And you know what? I look forward to the day. Maybe it's next year where you and I are sitting talking about Atlanta right now, where we say Atlanta back. is back. Like just how we were with OC. We made it through I those mean, dark seasons of OC. So anything is possible. If they get Portia back, I think they're back. Like, yeah, I think, I think if Portia, I think Portia's definitely kind of come back and she a hundred percent avoided it because of oh, her husband. Smart. Like it's so like Candace tried to call her out, she shut her down. Like, and I I kind of could see someone bringing that up, like breaking yeah. the fourth wall and like you didn't want to be on the show because you don't want to talk about this. Oh, I completely uh, I think I mean that's a hundred percent why she did it. Why would she have gone on Ultimate Girls Trip if she was completely done with Housewives? She wanted some attention, wants to slowly come back. Um, I, I mean, it's kind of genius in a way, although it's annoying to not share all of your life. But hey, I'd rather her get off the show, come back, than like try to like you know avoid everyone talking about it and self-produce. Um, but that really wraps up this week for Housewives. Um, so it brings us to um, one of my favorite parts: our shout out. Who is your shout out this week, Vanessa? Oh, that's a really good question. I have my shout out. I'm going to give it to all the mamas who have experienced preeclampsia of all forms. Um, Camila is this week, depending on when you're listening, she's going to be three. So as a huge milestone and something, an experience that I'll never forget for multiple reasons, <laughs> but preeclampsia definitely being one of them. So if you're a survivor of preeclampsia, like I just want to acknowledge that. And I hope 
you acknowledge that and take a moment to realize what your body went through and how you also survive from it. But I also just want to continue to educate on this. It's something I'm very, very passionate about. And I know a lot of you know my story, but I also just want to advocate for anyone who's expecting right now, get a cuff at home, um, continue, go to those appointments, even if it's just the appointment where literally you just pee and you're checking your blood pressure and it's like you're in and out. You're in those like in weird weeks where not a lot is happening quite yet. Go in. It's so important. It can truly um, save your life. So that's who I'm giving my shout out to. And it's an exciting development. Um, They have been trialing a blood test that will um, test pregnant women for preeclampsia or like early before you're like in a situation where um, your blood pressure is really high. There's a lot of protein in your urine and things are like scary and um, everything. And there's been 96% accuracy so far. So just think, I don't know. I just think how great would it be if like you could get a blood test at like I don't know, let's just say 14 weeks. And before you're starting to develop the symptoms and all that, you already know, like, okay, I need to be taking yes. this medication. I need to be looking for this. I need to be checking for that. I just think it. it's, uh, I'm excited for the, I would say next, you know, wave of women who are getting ready to have start. Yes. Training. I just don't want another, like, I think back to that track athlete who recently passed. Like, I don't yes. want women to die due to like die to this. Yeah. So it's anyhow, but the, if again, if your blood pressure is higher than 140 to 90, go to your doctor, call your doctor. It's super important. It can escalate so quickly. So do that. But shout out to you if you are a survivor like myself. All righty. Well, um, my shout out is going to go to Sonia. I have just been loving her on Crappy Lake. I do sometimes give her a hard time. Not a hard time. But I, say, I struggle with Sonia. I love her, but I have a hard time with her drinking. I feel like as fans, we enable it. But she has just been so funny and silly on Crappy Lake. And then I just have to say... And we're going to discuss this a little bit more in our um, like hot headlines um, episode that we'll be putting out in the next day or two. But on Watch What Happens Live, when she was just like, they swapped spit talking about Luann and Austin. And she had said we had a little, uh, was it tete tete? Um, yeah. Tete-a-tete yeah. Tete tete. Like um, it was, I don't know. She just delivers such great TV. Um, oh, I think there's something freeing about someone who's so authentically themselves and just oh. doesn't give a fuck. Like when she said, like, I think I popped a, a stitch from my lipo. Every other housewife is denying their lipo is like, I would never even talk about it. And she's just so open and just doesn't care. And I, I know it's refreshing to me. So, um, well, if you guys love us as much as we love Sonia, you know, the drill, leave us a five-star review. Uh, if you have 30 seconds, leave a written review. It means the world to us. And um, you're going to hear more about this uh, in a, an episode coming out in a couple of days, but we are retiring our Patreon segment for now. We've appreciated all the support and all of you guys um, supporting us through our Patreon, but have decided that um, we just want to give all that hot tea out for free as a thank you and um, really just a thank you. So um, you'll be hearing all of our hot headlines uh, coming up in a couple of days. Uh, With that, we will catch you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.